Okay, Pap, get off. All right, here we go. And three, two, one. All right, guys. Yo, what's going on, guys? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and we're starting over. You guys, and welcome back to the All Sports Focus Podcast. We're doing a standing up one. All right, everybody, we're getting up. Can't even fucking can't even see any other guys. Camera. Let's get up here. All right. We're changing into the Pat McAfee show. Brady fell down. Let's um, <laughs> um, go, boys. We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be talking today. Uh, week fifteen, right? Fifteen. I mess 15. this up every week. Fifteen. It is going right, into week, week 15, sixteen. Going into week sixteen. Talking about some games, some big games this week, this past week. Talk about next week. Well, also, I'm gonna throw a little special intro, little segment into you guys. Talking as my favorite time of the year, the coaching carousel. Absolutely love that time of the year. So uh, we're. T- Tell me this ain't the weirdest motherfucker you ever seen. Talk about that one. Um, I really need to sit down. This is just really awkward. But I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna run with it. Sorry, you're All right, so we're gonna be I talking. That. We're gonna be talking about uh, some games this past week. Yes, I'm on my phone. Got to pull up the games. All right. Oh, terrible. Starting off, Saturday. Well, first off, bold choice by Pap to wear a Chargers jersey. Absolutely. After that, oh, absolute. Fuck that. I'm not yeah, that is. Oh my. Of the Chargers, we're, we're Pat McAfee. Shout out to you, big punter guy. That was basically, and Brandon Staley's audacity to say, "I got this job on locks." Afterwards. <laughs> Fired. You just let a team that scored zero points the week before drop a 63 bomb on you. That whole coaching staff should have been fired. Austin Eckler should be released because he is terrible. Like, <laughs> I mean, it is just unbelievable. I, You guys don't have anything to say, do you? Can we just move on? I like how we hopped right into it, dude. But, yeah, that was We're, we're going. <laughs> I like it. We're going. Ryan's merch segment, as always, every week will be coming up. <laughs> yeah, so if that's I was going to say, we had to talk we, about the Raiders' domination first. If you guys <laughs> listen for Ryan's merch segment, it'll be coming. Don't worry, okay? I know you guys. Yeah, don't worry. It's a that. weekly thing. <laughs> All right. I need to fix my camera. I'm going to be able to see my whole head. All right. Now we're, we're rolling now. We're cooking. All right. Moving on. Saturday games. Brady, let's show it off. Big Bengals jerseys. Yep, I, I'm rocking it. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, another Joe Burrow jersey in the background. Both hurt, by the way. Um, Very depressing. And don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry, Ryan. We'll let you ramble for 30 minutes about the, the Bills game this week. I, I won't even cut you off because they deserve it. We'll get there. But hell of a game Saturday. Battle of the quarterback saying, it's basically saying, fuck it, someone go catch the ball. It was about 90% of that game, so... I, Brady, can you agree with that as a Bengals yes. fan? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah? yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the Vikings are better off starting uh, Astronaut or Nick Mullins. Really couldn't tell you. Astronaut. I completely forgot to do the intro, introducing everybody. I just jumped right into it. We'll hold it. We'll come back to the Bengals game. We're here, back with Brady and Ryan. Say what's up, guys. The normal three. What's up? Hey, Brady, good talk. Good job. Um, and then we're here with our very own social media manager. And, of course, we'll jump on some podcasts. Mr. Andrew Papnate. Pap, say what's up. All right. He's getting hype. Okay. He's getting hype. He wants to talk about that Lions game. Um, you guys got anything left to say on this Vikings-Bangles uh, yes, game? I'm standing like up for this whole segment. I'm not sitting down. You didn't down. even ask me. Okay. I was, I, was, I was letting Pap and Ryan go first before I let you go. I'll yield the floor to Brady. Yeah. So, yeah, thank yeah, you. Let's hear it, Brady. My opinion, game of the week. That week was that week was fire, bro. Or that game was fire, bro. That, that was a pretty sick game. I'm not going to lie. Big comeback. But uh, the he's, Brownie he's Magic. Saturday games have been fire. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the Brownie Magic continues. You know, uh, uh, Mullins didn't look too bad. I don't think he looked awful. Now, him and Jake Browning, like you said, they were kind of just saying, there's a receiver down there somewhere. Or as Ryan said a few years ago, Jesus take the wheel. Um, that's pretty much what that game looked like. I mean, Nick Mullins thought he was Patrick Mahomes, but then realized that he's actually white, so that doesn't work. Um, How do you throw a pick to the guy you're getting sacked by? Yeah, I don't. Want to put that out? There. Yeah, I don't even know. B.J. Hill second straight week 
with an interception. Should have brought Charlie Halstead on just to talk about this game. By yeah, the way, would have been great. Um, <laughs> Bengals third down defense is absolutely terrible. Uh, it has been all year. We get we will sack them on second down, get them to like third and fourteen, and then we'll give up a first down like every time. Now the defense was clutch when they needed to be in the fourth quarter in OT. Um, getting that that QB sneak stop twice in a row and OT was huge. Um, other than that, they continue to play like this on defense, like their fourth quarter style. Then I think uh, they can make a deep playoff run. I think they're and as it's showing. As it's showing, Ryan, I hate to say this, but that Bills loss to the Bengals could be the deciding factor for either that the Bengals or the Bills to get into the playoffs. As it's looking right now. And just with how the AFC South is shaking out with all three teams tied for the lead now, we'll get to that. But uh, speaking of the AFC yeah. South, Mitch Trubisky gets benched for uh, Mason Rudolph this next coming week. I literally want to spend about 10 seconds on this game. The Steelers' offense is god-awful. The Colts have a—like, they are just a fundamentally sound team, and I think they will make the playoffs, personally. Ryan, you guys, Pap, Brady, anything to say on this one? Can we just move on from these terrible games? I think it just it says something that everybody that blamed saying, oh, Matt Canada is the reason that the Steelers' offense sucks. I uh, should have to rethink that statement because I think it's instead the actual players that they have on the Steelers where two of their receivers don't even want to be on the field and literally mm-hmm. just, like, walk around during the play. So mm-hmm. yep. I think that has more to do with it than your offensive coordinator. Yeah, Brady? Uh, I want to say the Colts' uh, rushing offense, very, very good in this game. And they don't even have JT back yet, which he practiced yeah. today. So, Jonathan Taylor practicing today. Back. He'll be back next week for the Falcons, I believe. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Pap, anything on this game? We want you, or you just want to wait and talk yeah, about the Lions um, since it's the next game. Well, uh, Up to you. George Pickens is, is abysmal. He literally jogs every play. Mm-hmm. It's bad. He needs, off, he needs to be off the team. Well, there you go. And Deontay like Johnson. And like Deontay that. Johnson. Yeah. They need a complete rebuild on yeah, that offense. Get them off. If I was anybody else, I wouldn't even want to pick them up, honestly, because it's like, why would you even want somebody on your team that gives that poor of effort when they're not getting the ball? Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. care. Like, that's just ridiculous. All right, moving on. Paps, Lions, man. Hell of a game for Detroit. Saturday night, primetime game. And it's a prime example of what we said last week with Garrett, with the three of us and Garrett. It was a Lions good week. They came off a terrible game. Coming back, it's going to be a good week. It's just how the Lions are playing right now. One bad, one good, you know, that type of thing. And what did they do? Exactly that. Jared Goff throws for five touchdowns. Sam Laporta is cementing himself as a top five tight end, I think, in the league right now, if not top three. So, I mean, that's that kid's a stud when – when they drafted him over Michael Mayer, I was like, what the hell are they doing? Like, who who is this kid that they just drafted? And he's, he's a stud. So, Pap, we'll let you, Lions fan, we'll let you take this one away like we let Brady take away the Bengals game. So, let's hear it. Yeah, dominated fashion from the start. You know, I think sometimes our defense can get a little shaky. It's kind of been like that all year. But I think this was actually probably one of the first games I've seen all year where we actually had sacks from multiple players. It wasn't just Aiden Hutchinson trying to spin around, make plays. Russell Wilson couldn't have been any worse, really. He was just—it almost looked like he was just scrambling nervously in the pocket the whole time. Mm-hmm. And also, just like you said, Jared Goff, masterclass. Sam Porta, masterclass. Sam Laporta. Jameer Gibbs looked phenomenal. He runs insanely hard. It's like he's just trying to run through every person he sees. He breaks at least one tackle a play. That's basically all I got—just dominating fashion. Yeah. They they keep this up with uh. It seems like I, I see this every freaking week, but consistency with the Lions is probably the, is their biggest problem. If they fix that where they can play in the playoffs, like if they have to play an away game and they can play a consistent, good football game, they, they're they a tough team to beat. There's no doubt about that. They're a tough team to beat. Brady, Ryan, you guys got anything or want to jump into Sunday games here? You can see how mad Sean Payton was uh, yeah. with Russell Wilson. I think that relationship – where it kind of been fixed mid-season is uh, beginning to sour a little bit again. I won't be surprised if Sean Payton says, all right, front office, you traded for me. You gave up a first-round pick for me to be your head coach. 
let me go get my guy that I want to run my offense through Russell Wilson. Let me go get my guy. That's a very possible because you look at a lot of these teams and it's like they got a new front office, new coach, and they want to bring in their quarterback, not the quarterback that was there. So, Ryan, you got something to say? Let's hear it. I got a bit of a hot take here. Uh-oh. Brady, Ryan, hot take. Sound the alarm. Here we go. After the I think Sean Payton should go out and get Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Okay. Look at who he had free agency. You're looking more free agency. Look at who he had the most success with in New Orleans. Was not a dual threat guy. True Breeze was not running all over the field. Mm -hmm. He was just a consistent guy who's going to make smart decisions with the ball. Not throwing crazy deep downfield, but just kind of that middle of the field, work it down, sustain long drives. And that's who Kirk Cousins is. The Vikings obviously want to move on. They, you know, any of their the guys they have now are not the long term answer. So they're going to go out and get somebody either in the draft or, or in free agency. It gives Kirk Cousins a reset, and it gives Sean Payton somebody that he knows he can work with. Mm-hmm. Shout out Brenna for giving me a cookie. Um, but so I think Good podcast, he, yeah. I think it's the best bet for everybody involved. I mean, really, except Russell Wilson, but he's not playing the way that they need him to play these days. Don't, don't worry, guys. We'll get into all these in our off-season podcasts. Don't worry. We'll get into all this. Brady, you got anything on this game you want to move on? I was disappointed in the Broncos. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to put them All right. Play. First game that came up on my tab. The Tommy DeVito run was very fun, but it is unfortunately over. I'll do it one last time because I don't think they're going to win another game this year. Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny, bro. It's just like the last three weeks, you're like, Giants are winning out, and now it's like, no, I don't think we're going to win another game. Because it was game. fun while it lasted. The defense was inconsistent. The offense was just non Saquon Barkley had like 15 rushing yards yeah, after I said he should go for 200. Mm-hmm. It was just a rough game. I mean, it was fun. Like I said, it was fun while it lasted. Get a better draft pick here or just stay where we're at. Somehow, mathematically, we can still make the playoffs, but that means we'd have to beat the Eagles twice, and there is no way in a blue moon that yeah. that is happening. So, uh, uh, Saints played a good game. Derek Carr probably played his best game as the Saints quarterback, mm-hmm. so props to him, props to that offense. Um, I want to move on from this game, if you guys don't mind. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah, cool. Let's move on. Don't need to talk about this next game either. Dolphins absolutely throttled the Jets, thirty to nothing. Uh, no Tyreek Rogers Hill, isn't no. coming back. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they're already eliminated. There's no point in him coming back. But uh, no Tyreek Hill, no problem. Let's keep moving on Shockingly, here. Get to the good honestly. games. Case Keenum gets a win for the Texans in overtime. And it's the story of the Titans right now these past five weeks. You play good games, you get in these close fourth-quarter overtime games, and you can't pull out the wins besides the Dolphins game. But they had, I think it was the Colts. Yeah, they had the Colts three weeks ago, I think, in overtime. They choked it. They they got the ball in both games and couldn't score in overtime. Love Will Levis, but he, he got hurt towards the end of it, so that could have been a possibility. But props to Case Keenum. He keeps the Texans right in that AFC South uh, AFC wildcard matchup. I mean, not matchup, but run necessarily. So I'll let somebody else talk. Somebody take that away. That division is getting just, it, it's so fun to watch. But uh, the problem mm-hmm. with the AFC South right now is now you got Levis out. Stroud didn't practice today. Trevor Lawrence didn't practice today. Ooh. And they're just hurt. And now Jonathan Taylor's coming back. It's honestly looking like the Colts are going to be able to pull away with the division. I'm not going to lie. And it shocks me to say it, that. Yeah. Yeah. Hate to cut you off real quick, but I know we've mentioned this before. This division is going to be so much fun to watch for the next five to ten years. Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson, Trevor Lawrence, Will Levis, and C.J. Stroud. I mean, you look at this division like two years ago, and it's like... It's a whole lot of CTE. Who the hell cares who's going to win? Like the last place in the AFC. Like, who, is, who the hell cares who's going to win because they're going to get clapped in the first round of the playoffs. But now it's like... There's three teams at eight and six, and if the Titans could win some of these close games, they would be at six and six and eight, seven and 
seven mm-hmm. and seven, whatever it is. But like, I mean, it's one of those things. But fun division. Like I, I agree with Brady. I think this is the Colts division to lose right now. Jags are on a downfall. CJ Stroud is like ninety percent sure he's not going to play again this week. So, I mean, that's that's a tough break for the. I Texans. need them to keep losing. Both teams, Jags and oh. the Texans. Yeah, help the Bills out. Yep. So you're 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 a Colts fan for the next couple weeks, is what I'm hearing. More like I'm an anti-Jags and Texans fan. All right, since I made a Colts a Colts Jags jersey bet, Ryan, I think it's about damn time you make one too. For what? What even was your jersey bet? Trevor Lawrence. You really want me to grab it? Oh. It's the T Law jersey. You made it back when they were bad. That's poverty, poverty, poverty season, right? The Colts with Carson Wentz, I said, Colts win, they're in. The Jags already have the number one pick locked up that year, but they don't have any necessary, like, any need to win. What do they do? They come out and beat them by two touchdowns. Make Pat make a jersey bet. Yeah. That's yeah. Your freaking social yeah. media yeah. guy needs a jersey bet. Yeah, let's go, Pat. Maybe get one with some All smaller right, numbers this oh, time. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, Pat, we're going to... Yeah. I'm going to pick a random team here, and we're going to run with it. Yeah, past Jersey it. over there. I got there. it, I got, it I got, it, I got it, I got space. it. If Baker Mayfield and the Bucks make the playoffs, yeah. if they win the division and make the playoffs, you have to get the Baker Mayfield Bucks jersey. What the? Nah, you should add, like, okay. they have to win one playoff game, too, because that's kind of Okay, fine, like... yeah, they have to win one playoff <laughs> so game. So they'll have to beat they... the Cowboys or the Eagles. That's a tough task. If they win the division and win one playoff game, you have to get a Baker Mayfield jersey. Shake on it, everybody, hands out. All right, we're in agreement. We're going to move on from the Titans and Texans. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Oh, one more thing. Devin Singletary's absolutely stolen Damian Pierce's spot at running back one. He has been just in his bag for the last four weeks. He had like 120-plus this week, I think, on the ground. Bet so. you Ryan wishes he could have done that in a Bills uniform. Um, hey, we'll, yeah, we got we'll get the James, James Cook. Cook. We'll get the James Cook. Yeah. All right. Man, I might have to sit down when Ryan talks about this Bills game. Could go for 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> speaking of the Bucks, Bucks Packers, Baker Mayfield, first quarterback in NFL history in Lambeau to have a perfect passer rating inside of the Lambeau. Looks Lam- like he took a break Lambeau, from those Hulu why. ads. Pap, since you just made the jersey bet, let's hear what your take is on this 34-20 to 20 win for the Buccaneers. Um, More surprising from the Bucks rather than disappointing from the Packers. I honestly mm-hmm. did not think in any world that Baker Mayfield could show up and ball out. I mean, I kind of obviously don't want him to ball out anymore because I might have to get his jersey. But, <laughs> you know, I don't have much on this one because I, I, I didn't really watch it. But... Go Buccaneers, because I absolutely hate the Packers, and good job from Baker Mayfield. Love that. Ryan Brady? Uh, Ryan I mean, I've been proven wrong by Baker Mayfield, honestly. I mean, I think if we go back to what Both I said at the us. beginning of the season, I projected it was going to be like two or three weeks of good football, and then uh, then he'd fall off. And for a while there, it looked like I was right. And in the midseason, it looked like I was, you know, had had called it, but I'll be the first to admit to say that uh, I was wrong on that one. He's playing amazing football, and the Bucks are are looking up right now as it rolls into the end of the season, so I'm impressed. I think if they make the playoffs, he will be a starting quarterback, if not in Tampa Bay, but somewhere else next season. Um, Brady? I think the Bucks are winning the division. Just want that to be out there. Um, yeah, after we get also, to this next game, I think that'll prove yeah, that point. Also, the Bucks, I and this like I shockingly caught this. I was surprised myself, but they switched their game plan up so hard in the second half that it made it really unpredictable for the Packs. I think they threw the ball to Godwin like eight or nine. He had like eight or nine receptions in the first half, and then they just hammered everyone else on the offense the the second half because mm-hmm. Godwin ended with like ten catches. So. Their ability to switch the game plan and make it unpredictable it shocked me, honestly. People forget how uh, deadly that one-two punch with Mike Evans and uh, Chris Godwin is. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think it'll carry on much longer. I think Mike Evans will sign somewhere else this offseason, but we're not going to get into that. Uh, moving on, another NFC South game, and this is in the running for 
Worst game of the season. Oh, no, it's not. Hey, clap it up. That's a one Carolina show. Panthers. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. Carolina <laughs> Panthers got their second win of the season. Let's give them a round of applause. They deserve it. Bryce Young gets his second win. What did they say? I mean, let's pound. Yeah, let's keep pound. Pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Yeah, keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Y'all didn't Shout believe that it was a real thing. <laughs> Shout out to Troy Painter. No, it was at first when you said keep beating that I was thrown off. That, that yeah, one threw you know, me off. I was close. Shout out to <laughs> Troy Painter. I mean, they are playing for pride because they don't even have their first round pick. I mean, I get it. Like, it was dead, it was dead serious. Just pouring rain. Like, it was terrible conditions. But, like I said, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, the Falcons said Arthur Smith will keep his job unless there's a late-season collapse. If this isn't the definition of a late-season collapse, I don't know what the hell is. Yeah, holy I think shit. we could very well see when we get to that coaching carousel segment here, we could very well see uh, Arthur Smith's name getting mentioned in that segment. So, uh, not much to say about this game. It was just terrible to watch. This game's way more exciting this next one. I know Pap's not going to enjoy talking about it, but... Uh, Browns Bears, Joe Flacco gets yet another win, helping cement that AFC wild card race. And he had an ugly game, and the defense Bears so easily could have won this game, even on the last play, they could have won this game. But uh, Brady, Ryan, Pap, anybody, you take it away on this I game. I do have what something to say. Okay, let's hear it. I made a bold pick last week, picking the Bears. And uh, mm-hmm. it almost worked. But as usual, the Chicago Bears choked it away, living up to their normal status. Um, they didn't kick the ball at half from, like, 52 yards, I think. And they went for a Hail Mary instead, which would have had the game tied at that point at the end. Um, also, I don't think – I think the Bears need to keep Justin Fields for a future because – he had a good game, and there's a lot of dropped balls in that game by Bears receivers, especially that Robert Tunyon one, which should have been a touchdown, oh literally in his bread basket, and he That's dropped it. That's the worst. Like, as as Brady, if you don't mind, real quick, as mm. like I've seen around the league, it seems like it's more not even so the quarterback play. Like, there's some teams, yes, it's the quarterback play, but it more seems like there's it's more on the wide receivers and the tight ends, and and, that's, and you can say the running backs too. But, like, on their drops, necessarily, the more it is, like, the quarterback play with some of these quarterbacks. Right. And, obviously, the quarterback is going to catch all the frick – is going to catch all the shit for it. Right. When he's having nine – that you see is yeah, incompletions. Yeah, like incompletions. When he's having 10, 12 drops a game, very prime example, as everybody knows, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it's like that. that it's like that. Like, would you rather – you already know this guy can play football in Justin Fields. Would you rather take a wide receiver, take a weapon like Brock Bowers, Malik Nabbers, any of those type of guys, or would you rather take a new quarterback and start this whole process over again with DJ Moore and Cole Komet, like, or build around Justin Fields? Uh, Pat Ryan, we'll let you guys let you guys take go on this game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, go oh. ahead, Pat. All right, yeah, I was just one thing, just. Hail Mary at the end, Darnell Mooney, right in the hands, and he just drops it like that's like the Bears' season for you. So close, and then they just choke it away. BJ Hill would have caught that. That's all I got. And then <laughs> proceed to kick it up to the defense for an interception, icing on the cake. Ryan? Yeah. You know, I just I'm impressed with the Bears. I I thought that they were gonna collapse by now, being completely honest. Um, mm. I didn't think Justin Fields necessarily looked like the long-term answer, but again, I you know he's been playing to prove me wrong here uh, the last few weeks, and uh, coming out of that injury uh, to his throwing hand, he's really been playing like he wants to show he wants to keep his job and he wants to to stay the long-term answer in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think the way that he's playing, he, he really has been. I think it would be a mistake for them to – to take a quarterback right now versus, you know, maybe you trade back five or six picks. Um, Do exactly what you did last year. Yeah. And exactly. And I mean, stockpile another, a a second or something, because, you know, there's a lot of teams that are trying to get quarterbacks. uh, And this is a pretty quarterback heavy class. So you can, you can get a first, like 
I, yeah. I'm not trying I mean, to dog on you or anything. Some teams need but quarterbacks like, this year. Yeah. And with it being but, such a quarterback heavy class this year, mm-hmm. I mean, this is like perfect I mean, uh, opportunity for the Bears. I mean, the Texans moved up from, I think it was 12 to 4 with the Cardinals this last year, like not, whatever they were. And they had to give up a first round pick. And this is the shiny number one pick. This is Caleb Williams or whatever quarter, Drake May, whichever quarterback your franchise likes more. This is another. I don't. I don't want to. Personally, just how much hype he's had around him. This is basically one of the most shiny quarterback prospects we've had since basically Trevor Lawrence. And I mean, it's one of those things where it's there's gonna be, I can five or six teams right now that would be like, I will give you our first round pick this year and next year for that number one pick and more, obviously. So if you're the Bears, you use that to your advantage. Brady, you got something? Yeah, um, I was going to, not about the draft or anything, but back to Ryan's mm-hmm. point earlier about Justin Fields has proven him wrong. And I compared him and Bryce Young a lot. Like, the Bears didn't set him up for success. It looks like, honestly, the Bears kind of ruined Justin Fields because he was a hell of a quarterback in college. And when, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's a big step coming to the NFL, but it just looked like the Bears weren't confident in him and he wasn't confident in himself. You go out and get guys like DJ Moore and then you, fucking Luke Getze draws up screen plays for them to run. And it's just, it's silly. Like, you, if you're going to go out and get these guys like DJ Moore, you at least got to, like, use them the right way, which is probably why they've progressed a little bit here near the end of the season. Mm-hmm. If you guys remember two years ago, whatever it was, one of our first podcasts, our NFL coaching carousel, like one of our first five episodes, we said the Chicago Bears, after they fired Matt Nagy, we said they need to go out and get an offensive-minded coach. Like the Matt Nagy, yes, he was an offensive coordinator, and that failed. But you have a young quarterback. If you go defensive-minded, it will just negate his progress. And what did you do? You went and hired a subpar, not a subpar, but an above-par defensive coordinator who's turned out to not be a very good head coach. And look where look where it got you in a subpar offensive coordinator. Like, let's like, I mean, I think the only way that you can make it work is like you know, you look at the Bills when they brought in Josh Allen, they had Brian Dable there. And so you mm-hmm. had a defensive minded head coach, but your offensive coordinator right. was a was very good. productive coach at developing players for the long term. And mm-hmm. so I think that's if they're gonna stick with um, with their current like route that they have, they need to get somebody in who is a developer of young talent who can actually give Justin Fields an opportunity to develop into the player that we think he can be. Mm-hmm. Because Brady, yeah. I think, like you said, I mean, the organization had no confidence in him. They weren't playing to his strengths. They were just being conservative as hell with their play calling. And it was destroying his confidence because it's like, how do you feel like the team wants you to be your best when they're just having you hand the ball off every play mm-hmm. or, well, two yard screen, two yard screen, check down route. That's not developing. Yeah. You're not giving yeah. him a chance and to that, grow. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think, I don't personally think the bears need to fire Matt Eberflus because their defense has been I think it's second in the NFL next to the Browns. I mean, they've had a really great defense. Just, just Luke Getzey is he's finding himself in the crosshairs here coming to the end of the season because I don't think he's going to be the offensive coordinator there next year. I'm going to say one last thing, speaking of coaches, and then we can move on. I think Kevin Stefanski should be the front runner for coach of the year. This dude has dealt with injuries up and down this freaking roster. He went from Deshaun Watson got hurt earlier in the year. Then they went to uh, P.J. Walker, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And now you're at freaking Joe Flacco. Basically, Don't forget Nick comes Chubb got hurt, too. Nick Chubb. I mean, you, Grant Delpit, Denzel Ward's been hurt over the year. I mean, it's just like injury after injury. And this team is 9-5. and 9-5 and five in this stacked AFC. 9-5. and five. Mm-hmm. They're gonna make they're gonna make the playoffs. And they got some opinion. big wins yeah. on their resume too. Like they beat the Niners, they beat the Bengals, they beat they... the they beat the Ravens. The Ravens. They beat the Ravens. Yep. Yep. And it's it's one of those things. We'll get back to that. But we'll jump through these next couple games pretty quickly just because we wanna get to more important stuff. Uh, the Chiefs, you know, they look decent. They didn't look great. 
but they got a win. Um, 27-17 over the Patriots. Uh, I think we, we talk just moved about on how from this bad one. Travis Kelsey's flop was to get that pass <laughs> interference call in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, really Taylor bad. Swift's up there like, what the fuck? <laughs> they literally caught to her. Like, That's that was the absolute was like, worst acting job <laughs> I have ever seen. Yeah. Bailey Zappi right, threw on. one of the worst interceptions I have ever seen thrown in my entire life. He scrambles out of the Bailey pocket, Zappi. and he throws it, ex- like, literally right at Willie Gay. Like, Willie Gay was literally like this, and he just threw it right at him. I was like, Looks like we're going to need a ba- Bailey Zappi in this episode, Brady. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, moving on. 49ers, Cardinals. There's two 49ers words. No, there's two suspicious. words to describe this game. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. That's all I'm going to say. MVP front runner in my book. But for sure. Quarterback mm-hmm. award. Never know. Um, not much to say on this one. I just don't think there's any quarterback that has outplayed the impact that no. he has I had on Dak that I think Dak Prescott. Really Dak Prescott has played himself out of the MVP race. So, like I said, funny, like I said last week. Funny. Like I said last week, we're about to see why Dak Prescott's not the MVP. That's literally what I said. Funny, funny stat I was reading on Brock Purdy. Um, he is second in passing yards, but he's thirty second in passing attempts. Like out of all the quarterbacks, and you can say Yak Merchant, whatever. He is. He, and he hasn't he been is hurt. A very good. He hasn't been hurt, and he is a very good quarterback. If anybody says he's not a good quarterback. I honestly, yeah, I honestly, I've used it. He's a game manager. Like I, I know I've yeah. used the term game manager before, but I absolutely hate that term. Game managers win freaking games. Yeah, like they don't need to be. Oh, spin fucking one-legged Patrick Mahomes. I would love through for Josh legs. Allen to be able to be a game manager every week. Yeah, <laughs> I would love and it. Fifteen. 15 passes. That was what he did today, this last week. And we'll I get there. It. We'll get there, Ryan. We'll get there. We'll get Ryan's there. Don't excited. worry. I know he's, he's on the edge of his seat, guys. He's ready to go. I don't All think right. it's um, a bad thing to slap the game manager tag on a QB. And, oh. and people are making it sound like it's disrespectful, and I understand. I think Brock Purdy is a great game manager. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's very disciplined. And he's got good people on his roster. Like it's just like the same with Joe Burrow. Like I think he's a great game manager, but he also has talents that make him above and beyond. And if you think Jimmy think Garoppolo could have done this, oh sorry. If you think Jimmy I don't Garoppolo think game could... managers can <laughs> succeed, I don't think game managers can succeed for more than like a year or so in the NFL. You can't have continued success as a game manager, like. Without talent. So let me add the stipulation there. Yeah. An untalented game manager cannot last in the NFL. <clears throat> Jimmy Garoppolo, as I was trying to get to my point, if you think Jimmy Garoppolo could be doing this with the 49ers right now, get out of my face. God, that's just the worst take ever. If, the fact that Cam uh, Newton is still like trying to talk shit. Oh about my God! I just he was just God. Just shut up, Cam Newton. I think he had Jared Goff Please. pinned on the head. Am I gonna lie? Yeah. I mean, he had a good Pap, week this are week. Are you gonna but... take that, Pap, Are you gonna take that disrespect from Cam Newton on oh, Jared Goff? I was pissed off. I saw that. I was just like, <laughs> so a washed quarterback is talking right now. Try to come back to the league. I'm back. I'm back. Shut your bitch ass up. Right? You're back for one game. He's so sorry. <laughs> one honestly, good year. Honestly, dude. One good year to lose a 40-year-old Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. All I'm saying is, like, with the Jared Goff game manager tag, I think it's it's pretty accurate for the quarterback he is. Because I'm just saying, you take, like, there's so many better quarterbacks than Jared Goff. And especially if you draft, like, a low-round one this year, I think it could bring the lines a long way. Longer than Jared Goff can take them. Yeah, Penny Hooker. I'm saying. Okay, we'll move on. Um, we got to speed this process up because I know Ryan's going to talk. My legs are getting getting gassed. We got to go to the commies My game. These are locking up. Before Ryan starts glazing. Take, I'm a big Rams guy here. Everybody knows it. <laughs> Dude, Kyron Williams is a dog, bro. <laughs> excluding the Eagles and the Cowboys because they're just whatever. Out of all the teams in the race for the NFC wild cards, 
the Rams are the most dangerous out of those teams. In my opinion, and I think I think you guys could maybe agree with me on that one. Yes. But this game was 28-20. This game was 28-20, but it seemed like a 50-20 game. It just seemed like that. And speaking of the commanders, Sam Howell jersey over there, North Carolina. But um, he got benched, and Jacoby Brissett came in and threw two touchdowns. Sam Howell's future ain't looking too bright over there in Washington. He has not, I guess I get he's been sacked the league's most this season. But he also hasn't done enough to be like, yeah, you're going to be our starter next year. Ron Rivera, we'll get to you. Don't worry, buddy, we'll get to you. Pap, you got anything on this game? Because Ryan's like, come on, let's hurry up. Yeah, just anything, a little Pap? bit. I don't think, I think you kind of just dogged on Sam Howell a little bit too much there. I don't think he gets, like you said, he gets sacked the most. But at one point mm-hmm. this year, he was leading the league in passing yards. He was, it, was, it wasn't like he was throwing dots everywhere. I mean, it was a little bit like a little check down, a little check down there. Yeah. He's not that bad. I don't think, obviously, probably he should have been benched, of course. But I think he'll still end up being the quarterback next year. Half those damn passing yards I think they'll give him one more Eagles, year. Bro. <laughs> Speaking of the Rams... If we can get a Matt Stafford versus Lions in Detroit playoff game, wild card weekend, oh my God, will that be one That'd of the most hype. watched games be looking like of it. the NFL? It's right hype. now, I don't think the Vikings are going to do very well, and I think the Lions will stay at like the three. Yeah, the three, yeah. two, maybe the Rams two. Sneak a six seed? Yeah, maybe two. And the Rams be the six with the because I think They're they'll right beat there. the Saints on tomorrow night, and it's like, man, that's gonna be a fun matchup if that happens I know. I, in I, Detroit. I don't really want to do that though. I want to do that. <laughs> Golly, because some of these old these That'd vintage Lions fans are like, man, who do you root for? Obviously, you're gonna root for the Lions, but you're like, it's Matt Stafford, like that. You want it to thing. be a good game God. if you're a Lions would... fan. You'd want it to be a good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be mad if I was also Lions and we got to play the Vikings in the playoffs and absolutely destroy them if I were a Lions. That's what I want. More than happy. That's what I want. Yeah. All right, Ryan. I'm taking a seat. My legs are tired. And I knew. Please. The Bills. 31 to 10 win over the Dallas Cowboys. I picked them. Give give Ryan a round of applause. I look goofy with my camera like this. Very good. Ryan Barlow, take it away. I'm rocking the Salute to Service jersey. Uh, this is Brenna's Christmas present to me. Freaking fire, especially after the win. This I think you got to go. I think you got to stand up. We got to see it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my God! Look at his arms. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. Holy! That dude is. That's ripped. an NFL quarterback right there. Oh my there. gosh. Yeah, why is he on the checks yet? <laughs> yeah, you could be. That dude. was a a statement win by the Buffalo Bills, though. For the first time, Josh Allen did not have to be the entire offense. And it was amazing. Like I was saying just a little bit ago, allowing a talent like him to just have to game manage rather than have the entire game on his shoulders is Huge for our future. Having James Cook breakout game, huge. Just the entire offense as a whole. I mean, it was just, it bullied the Cowboys for that entire game. I mean, I I could tell even just from the first drive when they had that run, it was like, I think second or third and four. And James Cook ran. And then you see there's like nine Cowboys trying to tackle him. And the Bills' offensive line just moves the pile for, like, five or six more yards. And it was just like that for the entire game. It was just physicality across the board on offense and defense. And I think it exposed the Cowboys' interior defense a lot. And it it exposed the Cowboys' offense that they can't play from behind. The Cowboys' offense looked lost. They really, I mean, said 
the last touchdown was like garbage time. So it really thirty-one to three is really what the score should have been. And it was just, I mean, the Bills ran kind of ran the gauntlet here of their tough remaining schedule. I mean, we looked at it a couple of weeks ago and we were saying they've got to play the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Chargers to close out and then go to Miami week 18. And it's like Eagles honestly should have won that game, but out of it came getting Joe Brady as offensive coordinator. Chiefs, you go to Arrowhead, you get the win. You know, check another box there. Cowboys come to Buffalo, run the absolute front door off of them. Now you play a Chargers team that has no Justin Herbert. They just gave up 63 points to the frickin' Raiders. You play a New England team that is, God knows what they're doing. And then you go to Miami Week 18 for potentially what could be the division. Like, that's what we're not talking about right now is the fact that Miami is only up, I think, a game and a half on Buffalo. And Miami plays Baltimore and San Francisco, don't they, in the next two weeks? No, they played Dallas and San Francisco, I think. Dallas and San Francisco. Yeah. So, realistically, we could say that they might lose the next two games and week 18. Dolphins and Ravens. Cowboys and Ravens. Cowboys and Ravens, I'm pretty sure, actually. Cowboys and Ravens. Mm -hmm. So, they could realistically go into week 18 with the Bills playing for the division title. Mm -hmm. And that is just wild looking at where we were at in the middle of the season where it was like, we might be mailing it in on this season and Sean McDermott. And I just, I attribute so much of it to Joe Brady and that offense, you know, just whatever he has said the past few weeks, just reinvigorate them. It is like they are playing with a whole new fire and it is freaking awesome to see. I'm so excited to see what happens the rest of the way out. And like I said earlier, I mean, I'm cheering for the AFC South to kind of beat itself up so that even if we miss the division by a game, we still sneak in. Um, as one of the wild cards, and like some of the the announcers have been saying, Buffalo would be kind of a scary team, just like Andy was saying with the Rams. Kind of a scary team to see as a wild card, playing with a chip on their shoulder, especially if you're you know that three or four seed, where you know you're barely skirting in, and here comes Buffalo that's peaking right at the right time. Kind of yeah. a scary potential uh, potential opponent there in the playoffs. I literally have it in my notes. I said, team you don't want to play in January. That's literally what I put down. Uh, that's what they look like to me. Well, I feel like everybody, like, there is no team this season that has looked, like, invincible. The Chiefs The Niners did for even, a like, very brief time. For But then you look at, like, I mean, the Cardinals – give them a game for most of the game. The Niners have mm-hmm. lost some games this right. year that they should not have lost. They lost all three in a row. And that's even if and that's even if you go all the way to the Super Bowl and play them. Like AFC, the Ravens have looked, you know, off at times. The Dolphins haven't beaten anybody over five hundred yet this season. And, you know, like I said, the Chiefs are not what they normally are and whoever comes out of the AFC South, I like Buffalo over anybody out of the south right now just because of the experience of josh allen over a young quarterback out of the out of the afc south this reminds me of the the buffalo team from 2021 where like they just looked like the scariest team in the playoffs i mean and i would uh, this is when the Bengals like made the super bowl or whatever so i'm sitting there after they beat the titans and everyone's like oh are you rooting for the bills to win this game i'm like no (laughs) they look more scary than the chiefs in my opinion They've been that team around playoff time. I mean, I'm so, you're scared to play them in January. I mean, even last year I was kind of scared, but I knew uh, I saw Buffalo uh, or Cincinnati play them the first time, and we just looked like we were running them. And it just didn't look – the Bills didn't look the same last year as they did the year before. And they look different right now again. So I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. I think they're just finally getting back to, like, 
who they used to be. And I think losing Brian Dable hurt a lot. And I don't think Ken Dorsey was up for it. And I think just getting back to Joe Brady, like getting Joe Brady now is Abel's a high energy guy. He's, you know, getting up there. He's taking shots, being aggressive. And that's kind of how Joe Brady's playing. I feel like Ken Dorsey was too, if he got behind, he became way too conservative. And the offense became predictable of just go route attempt, go route attempt. And now a four yard crosser on third and 10 and we're punting. Joe Brady's been way more, let's get James Cook involved. Let's get, you know, misdirections on plays. Let's get other guys involved in the offense. And it's been a totally different, a totally different Bills team the past, like, four weeks. Bless you. (laughs) All right. All right. We're going to move on. I'm done with my soapbox. Okay. All right, moving on. Ravens and Jags. I don't really want to spend much time on this. The Jags might have the had the worst red zone offense I've ever seen in my life. My lord, was mm. that bad! They had the ball like yeah. at their thirty, like five times that game, and they only scored what? They only scored three points, I think, or they scored mm. ten. I don't remember, but yeah, it was rough. They only had seven points. Seven points. Yes, they had the ball Total. in their red zone, like five times the entire game so that's it blows me away ravens keep winning these these ugly games they're kind of just beating teams handedly there's defense this ravens defense is scary and then that offense when that offense plays well they're they're the team to beat in the afc if that's not already clear with them being the one seed so um all right moving on wait I saw this. I, I have to shout oh. this video out. I saw this funny video where Trevor Lawrence just dropped the ball and fumbled it. The caption mm. on the bottom said, Oh my gosh, Aaron Hernandez punched the ball out. I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Yikes. Real, real quickly, we'll try and get this last game here and then get on a break. Um, Eagles, Seahawks. The Eagles' downfall continues. Drew Locke picks up a big win. And uh, Seahawks keeping their playoff uh, hopes alive. The Eagles could have literally taken the division lead back from the Dallas Cowboys by winning this game after the Bills beat uh, the Cowboys, but they couldn't do it. And the Cowboys still own that uh, NFC East lead right now. So, not much to say. Eagles are worrying me. Hmm. Big it used time. to be this. De- it used to be the the defense was the worrying part, but now it's even the offense. It's like, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Jalen Hurts has not been his normal self the past couple of weeks, and that's been the biggest reason why they've been losing. Yeah. Maybe the Giants will catch him at a downtime. Maybe the Giants will pick up a big win. But maybe it's also the Eagles. Like, eh, it's the time to get back on track, and they beat them fifty to zero. One of the two. Um, all right, nothing left to say on these How games. How about my uh, game pick? We'll ta- How about taking the Seahawks? You Let's did in go. fact take the Seahawks. What a big, what a big one. That should count for five points. All in favor? Yeah. Aye. No. Okay. <laughs> uh. All right, we're gonna get take a quick break here. But Quick as you guys question can... to think about during the break. Who's winning in this football match? We got the worst college football team of all time versus – or sorry, the worst NFL team of all time versus the best college football team of all time. Who is winning in that game? So like 2019 LSU versus 0-16 Browns. Who is winning in that game? Just think okay. about that during the break, you know. And I'm also going to leave you with uh, – I'm going to leave you guys with a trivia question as well as we used to do. Which player has won the most NFL MVP awards of all time? Hmm. Catch you guys after the break, and we'll talk about something real quickly.
Hi guys and welcome back. And the answer to that trivia question was Peyton Manning, who has won five times in 2003, 2004, 2008, 2009, and 2013. So, and then Pap's question. We're going to quickly, we're not even going to give our explanation. We're just going to give our answer. Give me Joe Burrow and the 2019 LSU Tigers. Yeah, I'm going to take them. Too. Brady? Yeah. Their whole team's literally the NFL, bro. I'm taking yeah. that. Too. Ryan? Go Tigers. App? Taking the 0-16 Browns. Like I said okay. before, I'm like I would have picked the Browns when you said it was LSU, and I was like, oh, okay. So. All right. I'm going to save the big coaching carousel part for the next episode we do. Are we just, just going to briefly touch on is... it? Yeah. I'm going to bre- I'm gonna ask one question, basically. Okay. Or two, actually. And then we're going to move on so we can actually talk about it fully and not make this podcast an hour and 50 minutes. So, All right. First question. Who? We're, no explanation. Just answer the question, and we're going to jump on, okay? Who do you think will get the Los Angeles Chargers head coaching job? Ryan, I'm throwing you on the spot. Let's hear it. I can go. Ben Johnson, Detroit Lions. Okay. Ben Johnson. Brady? I'm going to do it. Jim Harbaugh. That's where. Yep. I'm taking Jim Harbaugh, too. Pap? Ben Johnson. Hurts me to say it. All right. Hurts you to say it. All right. And the Carolina Panthers head coaching job. Ryan, who do you think will take this one? Jim Harbaugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he goes to be near his brother. I was also going Jim Harbaugh. Well, on the flip side, I was going Ben Johnson here. So, Bill Belichick. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. the Panthers? Yes, sir. If anything, he's going to the Chargers. Nah, he's going to the Panthers. <laughs> Here's my hot take. Ron Rivera gets fired. Bill Belichick wants to stay oh, close yeah. to New England. He yeah. takes the Washington Commanders job. I think he stays the head coach of the Patriots, but they take away the GM role, and they hire an actual GM. I can see that. I don't know. I just wanted to say Bill Belichick to spice up the room a little bit. But it'll probably be Ben Johnson. He yeah, just opened up a can of worms. All right. I'm surprised Lou Anarumo is, wasn't hired last year because he is a great defensive coordinator. My boy, you know, two underrated coordinators in this head coaching cycle, both guys who have come up through the college circuit, just like a lot of coaches, obviously. But the Baltimore Ravens offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator – Todd Munkin, Munkin, however you say it, who was a Georgia offensive coordinator last year, is in a very good place to be in some interviews this year, if not possibly getting a job. And then Mike McDonald, who was the Michigan defensive coordinator, I think two years ago, three years ago, who was the Ravens defensive coordinator now, is in some good places. He was a young guy, good mind. Good, good, good chances there. All right, jumping in. Game picks as always. Uh, here we go. Rapid firing like we did last week. Saints, Rams, Thursday night football. Give me the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. Right? Rams. Pat. Rams. All right, we're going to go in the same order each time. Everybody got it? Yep, yep. Yep. Cool. All right, here we go. Saturday game, Bengals back-to-back Saturdays. 4-30 game, Bengals-Steelers in Pittsburgh. Mason Rudolph and the Steelers are going to lose this game. Give me the Bengals. Bengals. Cincinnati. Bengals. Yep. All right. Bills, Chargers. Give me the Chargers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Ryan. Don't worry. Give me the Buffalo Bills. Let me tell you, dude. Easton Stick, very underrated talent at the quarterback position. Jesus. <laughs> Give me the Bills. Buffalo by a million. Okay. Bills. Yeah, you got the jersey. <laughs> I can't Chargers. believe you actually wore that jersey on this podcast. It's just a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. I saw Tom Brady, and I was like, shit's a medium. And I saw this, I was like, I'm putting it on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Tom Brady, Bucks or Patriots? Bucks. 
Is this, uh, is this, oh, never mind. You might not have it in the same order. All right. Christmas Eve. Holiday season NFL games. Love it. This is a big game for the playoff race. Browns, Texans. Most mm. likely Case Keenum versus Joe Flacco. Who would have guessed this quarterback matchup? Give me Joe Brickin Flacco in the Browns. It pains, Brady? It pains me to say, but yeah, I'm going to have to take the Browns. All right. Joe Flacco. <laughs> Three weeks in a row of Ryan saying that, so. Pap? Yeah. Chilling with Joe Flacco, man. Are you chilling with Joe Flacco, or are you just taking Joe Flacco? I'm taking him. I'm not chilling with him. I'm taking him on a date. Oh, <laughs> Lord. What the hell? Pappy and oh, a little fruity. There's two cases of toilet bowl game of the week, but this is, this yeah, is definitely this one is of them. The Commanders, the Jets. Rough game right here. G give me the Commanders. Screw it. Give me yeah, the Commanders. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Yeah. Brady? Give me the Commanders. Tommies. Ryan? Give me the Commanders. Pap? I'm going Jets. Okay. Is it Trevor is Trevor yeah. Simon or whatever his name starting? Simeon. Simeon? Uh, I, just, I just think I Jets think it's still Zach Wilson. Well, I Zach Wilson got hurt, didn't he? Or am I tripping? Oh, is he a concussion protocol? I thought so. Yeah, because yeah, yeah his cares? mom his They're mom tweeted today. I don't follow his mom, by the way. It was a, Adam Schefter retweeted it, it that he had concussion symptoms and he hit him from the trainers in the game last week, which is very dangerous. All right, Excuses. Seahawks Titans. I'm gonna hate to pick against Will Levis, but I don't even know if he's gonna be playing. Probably not. Give me the Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks as well. Yeah, I think Drew Lock keeps on rolling. Yep. Seahawks. All right. Colts, Falcons. There's no doubt. Taylor Heineke ain't winning this game. Give me the Colts. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts. Ryan? Colts keep on rolling. Colts. Okay. Packers and Panthers. Give me the Packers. Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers. <laughs> Jordan Love bounces back. Curse. Yeah. All right, Lions-Vikings. Big NFC North game here. I'm going to have to take the Lions, though. No uh, doubt. I'm taking the Vikings. I'm going to go Lions. Support uh, Pap here. Go Lions. I'm sorry, Pap. Go I just Lions. think it's going to be a Lions off week. Nick Mullins ain't that right, bad, awesome. bro. Nick Mullins, and it's in Minnesota. That's a bad place to play for away teams, man. Mm -hmm. All right. For the Giants. Except for the Giants in the playoffs. True. But it was bad for the Niners this year. So, if you yeah. can right. beat the Niners, you can beat anybody. My Jags, opinion. Bucks, Battle of Florida. The Jags have been playing bad, so I'm going to take the Bucks. Yeah, I'm taking the Bucks too. Tampa Bay. Yep. Especially if Trevor Lawrence doesn't start. Mm -hmm. All right. Bears, Cardinals. I'm taking the Bears. I'm also taking the Bears. Right. Cardinals. Bear yep. down. Bear down. All right. Cowboys, Dolphins. This is a big game. I think. I think Tyreek Hill comes back and goes freaking nuclear. Give me the Dolphins. Uh, this, these teams combined have beat one team over 500 this year. Just like to point that out. Uh, I'm gonna take Jeez. the Cowboys. Ryan, I like Dallas bouncing back in this one. All right, Pap. Yeah, Cowgirls. Here we go. Waiting for somebody to say it. Um. All right. How is this game Sunday night football on Christmas Eve? The Patriots and the Broncos. Two legendary teams, but they're both ass. <laughs> Give me the Broncos. Hey, I'm taking the Broncos. Let's ride. 
I like Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Yep. Broncos. Let's ride. All right. Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, all. Merry Christmas all to you, all of our fans out there as well. I meant to say that at the beginning. We're beyond blessed and thankful for all of you guys in these past couple months. Thank you for all the support. Um, starting off, 1 o'clock, Raiders and Chiefs. In Kansas City, give me the Chiefs. In Arrowhead, coming off a 63-point game, give me the Las Vegas Raiders, baby. Wow. All right, Ryan. Aiden O'Connell continues it and outduels Patrick. Let's Mahomes. go! Yeah, I was gonna be the only yeah. one. Raiders get killed. All right, <laughs> Chiefs. All right, there's that. Giants Eagles in Philly. I can't pick against my squad. I don't, I don't think they're gonna win, but I'm. I'm picking the Giants. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Andy, sorry. I got to go oh, Philly. Hap, it's fine. Yeah. Just say it. <laughs> I'm going with the Giants. Woo! Wow. No fucking way, bro. You're it's never so invited on up. here again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Game of the week, Sunday, not Sunday, Monday night, Christmas night football. Battle of the Ones, best game of the week. Ravens 49ers, what a matchup. I'm taking Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Give me the 49ers. Game of the week, Niners are rolling their asses. Give me the Niners. Ryan? West Coast over East Coast. App? Where is it at? Where is it at? San Fran. San Fran. Yeah, I'm going with the 49ers. All right. I hate the Ravens. There we go. So much. Through our game picks, I'll let Ryan give a quick talk about the Merck. Uh, but I just wanted to say, like I mentioned there real quickly, just wanted to give you guys a, a just a, a huge thank you for these past these past two months since we kind of jumped back into this. All the support on not not just listening to the podcast, but on the merch answering and following our instagram pages and our tiktok pages we want to thank brady for all of his great editing on the podcast so great job brady we love it keep it up uh ryan for always being here on these podcasts thank you pap who came on the staff these past two months as we mentioned thank you for handling all of our social media uh, all that stuff jesus christ (laughs) um we really needed all that help so we thank you for that for coming aboard Oh, it's been great to have you aboard. So thank you, Pap, Jones and thanks for well. coming on. Yeah, thank, yeah, I'm getting there. Don't worry, uh, Pap. Thank you. So just want to give you a quick shout out. And Jones, my boy, uh, he's been going through a little bit of a building process, building his new PC. So you guys haven't been able to get that side of ASF yet. But after New Year's, man, it's going to be kicking in. And Jones, we're really excited for what you're going to be doing, and we thank you for what you've been doing right now. Just, you know, getting to there and, you know, always being there for us and helping us out. So thank you, Jones. And as always, once again, thank you, fans, for everything you have done. I think we so, need to uh, do a Christmas giveaway. I think I think we might need to. I think we have to. I, th- I think we might need to. Keep a lookout on our Instagram page for our Christmas giveaway and the instructions and all that let's, good stuff. Let's have Pat uh, make a poll and see what people want for the giveaway first, and then we'll... Uh... Yeah. Then we'll get set up to actually do that giveaway. We'll give, we'll give them, we'll give them like three different. We'll give you guys three different options, and you guys pick what you would want, and then we'll go from there. Um, just Ryan, we'll let you take away with the merch real quick. Just give us any quick things, and then uh, we'll end this one. Yeah, back here with another installment of Ryan's weekly merch uh, update. Uh, prices are lower now, folks. So go check it out. Happy holidays. Or, uh, hit a milestone. On, uh, on our site so we're able to lower the prices for everybody lower production costs which is uh which is great so we were able to pass that savings on to you guys so uh, go check out for the holidays uh we got all different kinds of stuff the christmas stuff will be going away here after christmas so if you still want any of the any of the christmas stuff get that now uh give them the sneak peek we were talking about before the episode started 
We are in the process of making a all sports focused basketball jersey. So you see us repping the football jerseys today. Uh, keep your eye out here soon for a ASF basketball jersey. Get yourself a flag. That's kind of our our latest product uh, that's selling quickly. So go get yourself some one pajama of those. pants. Pajama pants, another big one. Uh, Pap got those. So we are expanding our horizons uh, as far as the merch. So keep checking that out. Keep buying. Uh, everybody's been really happy with the with the quality and so we've been really glad to to make that work mm -hmm. for all of you and as always any ideas uh shoot it our way on instagram our snapchats whatever tiktok on these podcasts whatever the heck it might be just let us know um just want to i'll say it one more time but thank you thank you thank you thank you from all of us it has been an amazing don't worry, we're not going anywhere, okay? So, thank you guys. Um, and uh, as always, Christmas special and a Steam Room podcast. Steam Room will be getting recorded Friday. Most likely the Christmas special will unfortunately be after Christmas is what it's looking like right now. Maybe re-record it I mean, Saturday we can, or we, Sunday. Yeah, we can film it early and then... I try to have it yeah. up by like the twenty. Yeah, but it'll be posted. It'll be post posted most likely after Christmas. But uh, as always, keep an eye out on our social media pages. Still trying to get the guest star one all settled in and locked in. We were hoping before Christmas, but you know some things happened with him, so it's fine. Like it's no big deal on our part. Whenever we can get him on, we'll be happy to get him on. So mm -hmm. um, keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for this one getting posted. The college football ones as well as we get closer to that. Um, and uh. Thank you guys again. Check out the merch. Check out the social medias. And we'll see you guys in the next one. See ya. See ya. Later. Jimmy on a beat, boy.